Ghost Stories is proudly presented by IJG. IJG, making your money work for you. Welcome to Ghost Stories uh, with the Finance Ghost, uh, brought to you proudly by IJG. Thanks for making that possible. Finance Ghost's on the line. Hey, Finance Ghost, how's things going? Hello, Gary. They're good. Hope things are well on that side. Yeah, and maybe the sun is shining and the end of the year is nigh, which no one can wait for. Uh, but things still happen. The world doesn't stop. Uh, in fact, Black Friday, this Friday, so there's a lot of things going on in the world. Uh, but in the world of finance, uh, there are some big things happening. Guys are still managing to raise capital at this time of year. And uh, you want to tell us about a few of them. Yeah, the market never really sleeps. It's actually an interesting time of year. We all get a bit tired. But in fact, a lot tends to happen on the market. So there were three capital raises that were all in the news this week. And you know, the reality is that a stock exchange should be full of capital raises, but unfortunately that's not been the story of the past few years. It's slowed down a lot. So when companies are actually raising capital, it's kind of a big deal to have three basically on the same day is incredibly unusual. I guess I'll start with uh, African Rainbow Capital. Let me start with the one that I, I don't love. Uh, so there's lots of annoyance historically around this business and the way the management team have actually been the only people who have really made any money out of it. The share price has not given investors any love in basically five years now. And historically, there was a big management incentive package with very modest hurdles, juicy returns for those involved. And there was a lot of pressure from investors to change that. Investment holding companies on the JSC struggle to win the trust of investors on a good day. And unfortunately, this one's done it particularly badly. So there was a lot of pressure to turn that around. And it felt like maybe there were some changes. You know, they did change that program. But this latest capital raise actually just talks to minority shareholders getting treated like second class citizens again. So let me explain it. The reality at African Rainbow Capital is their portfolio. It's got some good stuff in it, but they've also got a lot of venture style companies and venture style companies are still burning cash. So what that means is their shareholders need to keep putting cash in. Now, the problem for African Rainbow Capital is the company, the investment holding company, trades at a big discount to its intrinsic net asset value, which in simple terms means the market doesn't really believe the directors about what the underlying portfolio is actually worth. So what they do is they discount the value at which it trades, not just because they don't necessarily believe the value, but because they also know about the management costs at the top. So unfortunately, those directors have made their bed over the past few years, and now they have to lie in it reputationally. So when the company needs to raise money to actually support the underlying portfolio companies, they're basically raising it at a discount to what they've told the market the portfolio is worth, at a discount to net asset value, and people don't like that. Now, it is workable and it can be palatable if you do it in a way that lets investors at least sell their letters of allocation in a rights issue. So just in simple terms, everyone has the ability to invest more in the company. You know, you don't necessarily lose out on the discount provided you actually invest. What normally happens in a rights offer is shareholders are allowed to sell their letters of allocation. So if they don't want to put more money in, they can sell that and let someone else put money in and they are not really any worse off. In this structure, in this capital raise, there are no sales of letters of allocation. There are also no excess applications. So basically minority shareholders, you either have to follow your exact rights or you lose out completely. And then shock and horror to exactly no one, African Rainbow Capital PTY Limited, the top company, that's the underwriter of this capital raise. So basically what they're doing is they're raising 750 million rand. They're doing it at a deep discount to what they've said the underlying portfolio is worth. And minority shareholders get a gun basically held to their head to say either you follow your rights or you dilute severely because you're not allowed to sell your rights to anyone else. And anything that you don't pick up, don't worry about it because African Rainbow Capital all the way at the top, uh, the private company will be the underwriter for this thing. 
So if there was already not a lot of trust and love for ARK in the market, <laughs> I can tell you uh, what the vibe is now. Okay. So, so Sabanya's share price, uh, they, they, they got smashed by 20%. They managed to raise 500 million US senior unsecured guaranteed convertible bonds, only due in 2028, and the market hated it. Why? It's a good tongue twister, right, to try and uh, get out exactly what they've raised here. So Sabanya in a very different situation to African Rainbow Capital. I mean, they are obviously based on what's happening in the commodity market. At the moment, we're in a depressed commodity market, specifically Sabanya, because they're very heavily focused on PGMs, so platinum group metals. They do have other stuff, but they are very PGMs heavy. And the jury is still very much out on the long-term view for PGMs. It all comes down to battery vehicles versus internal combustion engines. So no one's quite sure. But Sabanya needs to navigate this environment, and that means they need a strong enough balance sheet. And they want to make acquisitions to diversify the group. So long story short, they need money. Now, hindsight is perfect. And yes, maybe they should have raised a lot more capital when the share price was nice and high. But that ship has sailed now. So what they are doing is they are raising, as you say, $500 million, roughly, and they are looking to raise it in convertible bonds. Now, that means that the owner or the holder of that convertible bond, for as long as it's a bond, they will earn 4.25% a year in dollars. So basically, Sabania's cost of finance here is 4.25% a year in dollars. But the bonds are convertible into Sabania shares at a 32.5% premium above roughly the current share price. So in simple terms, what this means is for current shareholders, Sabanya has gone and raised a whole lot of debt into a market that we know is difficult. We also know that the yield curve has moved a lot higher. So debt is more expensive. They're paying 4.25% in dollars. That's not cheap funding. And on top of all of this, Sabanya shareholders who were holding on for a recovery in the share price now have a scenario where when the share price does recover, and really 32%, it sounds like a lot above where we currently are, but it's not really if you look at what's happened to the share price. It, it means that when the shares recover to that level, recovery beyond that, there's a dilution effect because holders of these bonds will exercise the conversion into equity and get more shares. So it almost, it doesn't cap the returns on Sabanya, definitely not, but it, it kind of hurts them as the share price starts to recover. And in the meantime, it costs Sabanya money to actually have this funding. But what's also interesting is I think the market might have overreacted here. So Sabanya lost 16.5 billion rand roughly. I don't exactly know where it closed yesterday when by the time I had a look, it was like late afternoon. Down about 16.5 billion rand in market cap. But the debt issuance was worth 9.2 billion rand. So they lost more in market cap than the entire issuance is worth. Never mind just the convertible element to it. So a bit of an overreaction tells you something about how the market feels right now about Sabanya. Taking a lot of pain and the market doesn't like to see this kind of thing. For what it's worth, I can't say that Sabanya's done the wrong thing here. Uh, it's just commodities are a tough game. Yeah, you can't pay the lights and water account with market cap. Uh, another capital raise, Sirius, uh, seemed to uh, pull a trick out of the hat uh, and raised £145 million in a day. Yeah, I and mean, that's when the market works well. So we're ending on the on the third of the best, or the best of the three capital raises, rather. So Sirius, they're trading at roughly their net asset value. So very different scenario to an African rainbow capital. The market is saying, yes, we believe you about what your portfolio is worth. We like you guys. You do a good job with the money. Now, that's an opportunity to go and raise more money because you're not actually diluting the value of other shareholders. So they've gone and raised £145 million at roughly the 30-day VWAP. It's a happy outcome for shareholders, and they're going to put the money into Germany and the UK, uh, this issuance is around 14.5% of shares outstanding. So it's a pretty material raise. And you can do it in a day on the JSE if you're doing the right stuff with the money and you're trading at a decent level. Uh, you know, that's the power of the markets. They've raised a few billion rand in literally a morning. 
Okay, so a mixed bag of capital raises there, but a lot of it's still happening towards the end of the year. Then the Southern Sun, uh, hoteling has been a, a pretty risky business. Uh, we've seen a big bounce back post-COVID, but it hasn't all been good. We've seen uh, different lifestyles, work from home, less traveling and so forth, heavily impact business travel. And uh, obviously international travel still a little bit disrupted and hasn't yet quite settled down. Tell us a little bit about what's going on there. Yeah, absolutely. So my view is that leisure travel beats business travel. And I have a very simple reason for that. I mean, we're currently on a Teams call. You can replace business travel with a Teams call or a Zoom call. You can't replace leisure travel with that. I can easily do this business call with you. But if I want to come and see beautiful Namibia, and I've had the, the great joy of traveling there before, I can't replace that by being on Teams with you and you driving around showing me the dunes. It's not the same thing. So that means a business like Southern Sun, which is more leisure focused, is actually doing really well place like City Lodge, management is doing a lot of good stuff, but it's really tough in the business travel space because of what's happened in terms of just widespread acceptance of video calling. So Southern Sun's latest numbers, their occupancy rate is up from 46% to 56.3%. That's a big jump. Their average room rate, so that's what they are charging, up 11.4%. So not only have they managed to do above inflation increases in what people are paying, but occupancy is up as well. Now, if you look relative to 2019, their average room rate is 25% higher. So people are paying 25% more than we were four years ago to go and stay in the hotels. And occupancy now is only slightly below the 59.1% achieved at that time. Now, City Lodge can only dream of this sort of pricing power. And that's why if you said to me, would I choose a more leisure-focused hotel group or a more business-focused hotel group, take me a nanosecond to make that decision, I would go leisure travel all the way. All right, thanks, Ghost. Uh, we're going to have to leave it at that. Uh, some interesting news. Thank you for bringing us up to date. And of course, you can stay up to date with Ghost Mail. Go to ghostmail.co.za and the Finance Ghost will bring you up to date with all that's happening on the various markets. Uh, a lot of in-depth analysis on stocks and shares there as well. And uh, always done with tongue firmly in cheek as well. Thanks, Ghost. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Ciao. Ghost Stories was proudly presented by IJG. IJG, making your money work for you. Visit IJG.net for more information.